0: in the morning my brothers and sisters in christ how are you today thanks for listening to today's edition of saint mark bemidji's podcast a podcast dedicated to the faithful study of god's word gratitude is a concept that's lost its value in society almost as soon as something good happens to us or is given to us, we're on to the next thing. And if that next thing doesn't immediately appear, well, we're off to the grumbling races. Sure, you could blame the 24-hour news cycle or the super short TikTok videos shortening our attention spans for such behavior. But really, this is our sinful human nature just doing its thing. One only has to look at a toddler to see this work in short order. The small human cries and begs for that bit of thing that you're eating, and heaven help you if you say no. And, as soon as they get their fill, they're crying for the toy on the other side of the safety gate, with nary a full-mouth, or a grin between an acknowledgement. Think it's just toddlers? Well, in Exodus 15, the people begged for food, and God literally made bread out of the dew in the desert for them feeding the million-plus gathering of Israelites. Grateful? Well, I'm sure many had the good grace to pray or sing a song. After all, they weren't all toddlers. But what happens in the very next chapter? They were demanding water, and not in the Oliver-type, please, sir, may we have some water, way. No, Moses was terrified that they were about to stone him to death over it. True gratitude? No, I don't think so. We're all guilty of the same thing. Let's repent together to God and take the time to stop and appreciate the blessings that God has given us. Then, show true gratitude and use those same blessings in whatever form they are given and use them to His glory. Share with your neighbor. Build relationships that will lead to sharing the word of salvation. Use the blessings of speech or writing to tell of God's love and mercy. I pray that you are blessed by today's meditation, and if you like this content, don't forget that you can subscribe to it so that you can get similar devotions four times a week. If you have any feedback, don't hesitate to drop me a line at john.kirk at And now, on to today's meditation.
1: Jesus replied, It is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. So far the word. The disciples arguing about who is going to get the seats closest to Jesus. Good job. Good priorities there, disciples. Good job. The disciples saying, Lord, do you want us to call down fire from the heavens to burn all the people in these villages? Because they rejected our message, that's a logical thing, right? We should punish that. The disciples, bickering over any number of things, like, oh, yuck, yeah. no, the little children wasting the precious rabbi's time? Get lost, kids. Jesus has better things to do. There had to have been times, and I, I try carefully here, because the disciples, in all their bickering and fighting and not getting it, they're a cross-section of all humanity. And Jesus must have had those times when he was just shaking his head, because Jesus kept on teaching this about who is in and who is out of the kingdom. But the disciples were just not getting it right. So today, let's listen. Let us listen. This is very ironic, our theme for today for a sermon, because we're going to listen and learn from God's, Silence. Jesus withdrew to the coast. Oh, that sounds nice. Like a nice vacation opportunity. No, this was Tyre and Sidon. A little happy fun history review. This is where Jezebel came from. This is Canaanite territory. Think on that. Real hard, just for a second. Canaanite territory. So, this was Jesus probably not telling his disciples that he had put these two cities on the agenda, because Jesus had just come from being a cultural phenomenon. This was the high point in his ministry. He was like a rock star or something with the Jewish people. And now he's coming to the Canaanites. These are the people whom the Israelites were supposed to kill when they first entered the promised land. Now you sense a little racial tension. And this is what Jesus is coming to without consulting his disciples? And then it started. The wailing. Jesus, you can just imagine the disciples' thoughts. She is going to draw attention to us, and we are Jews, right? Tell her to stop. Just tell her to stop. This is what you get when you wade into the Canaanite sewers. And for all we know, maybe the mom is responsible for, did you hear what her daughter has a problem with? Demon possession. How much you want to bet Her mom is partly responsible. And maybe the mom has a couple of demons in her, the way she will not stop yelling at us. Jesus just put her away. But Jesus didn't. Because you see, the problem wasn't the woman, it was the disciples, who were not listening. But Jesus was, the whole time, don't forget this, the whole time to this woman, and she drops this word, curious, Lord, that's very nice, that's nice, right? And it's a general term of respect. A little shocking, though, because this is a Samaritan saying this to this visiting Jew, but then she drops the words, David, Son of David. Jesus was listening. This woman, she dropped a term. We know, we understand this term. This is a messianic title. It's packed with meaning, this title. It brings to mind a God, the one true God, saying to a little pipsqueak king called David, Oh, by the way, you're going to have a descendant who reigns on your throne for all eternity. How can a human mind even process a promise like that? And then it reminds us of Gabriel saying to Mary, Oh, by the way, your son is going to be the one who is going to reign on David's throne for all eternity. And then Palm Sunday, all the palm branches, how celebratory and happy and fun, going back and forth and people calling this Jesus, us." Navi, son of beer. This term, how much did this woman know? We tend to underestimate people's knowledge of Scripture when we read of them. We don't know what she knew, but we know this much: she thought that this rabbi, this Jewish rabbi, could recover the mind of her daughter. And who knows how long that mind had been lost. And she wasn't dumb, this woman. She had asked around. She knew. There were other people who were possessed by demons. The scriptures make that clear. And she knew that there were people who didn't just get rid of demons. Some people who never got rid of it. It just couldn't be done. Would say the best people she could find. And yet she went to Jesus. In spite of all the odds being stacked against her, in spite of the racial divide, she asks for Jesus' help. And Jesus says, nothing. Have you ever had this happen in your life? I can actually count maybe on one hand, like twice in my life, maybe three times, where somebody was right in front of me, face to face, and they pretended I didn't exist. They just walked away. It's kind of the most insulting thing you can experience. And Jesus was doing. The obvious question that comes up is, why was Jesus doing this? This woman woman is pouring out her soul to him, and he says nothing. Nothing at all. And so, the disciples of Jesus, they're his helpers, so they're going to be helpful. Jesus is having a hard day, so they're going to step in and take care of things. And so they tell Jesus, hey, you know, it's time to send her away. But Jesus doesn't do it. But Jesus does say this. And we have no indication in the Greek that he addressed this to the woman. He was simply replying to the disciples, yes, you know, guys, you're right. I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. But he made sure that woman heard it. And she did. And if this sounded like a no to this woman, she didn't take it as a no, she doubled down. And this time she did something that we should never do. Especially we proud Americans never ever do this. She did this. Right? Now good luck, Pastor, being back up. Okay, we did it this time. Give me another 10 years. Won't be so easy. That's what she did. Shocking. A Canaanite woman kneeling before this Jew. And this time Jesus speaks to her. And this time Jesus looks her right in the face. A victory, of course it is. Right now he's talking to her. And then he says, Yes, it's not right to take bread of the children and toss it to their dog. Now, I'm going to give a warning, a word of caution for this sermon. If at this point in your spiritual life, you are a person who struggles with guilt, even though you are repenting and hating and fighting your sin, but the guilt still overwhelms you, this is not for you at this specific point in your life. I have to give you this warning. If you are the kind of person who thinks you are God's gift to humanity, and struggle with even saying, I made a mistake, To another human being. You just can't say that. This is for you at this point in your spiritual journey. I say this because these are very strong words if you're struggling with guilt. What did Jesus say? Apart from me, Christ, you are dogs. There are not many statements of law from Jesus that get stronger than this. And if Jesus a face-to-face Jew, this is the question of the hour. Was standing right in front of each of you and right in front of me and said the same words. Would you respond with love? Would you respond with, oh, you're a teacher, a good teacher? Would you respond by continuing to seek Jesus' help? Or would you unleash a racist diatribe against Jesus and this little pipsqueak nation, which is not even a sliver of territory? How pathetic. We understand the temptation for our faith. Would you call him a good teacher? Would you seek him out? But you heard Jesus correctly. This is exactly what Jesus said in our lesson. But I'm going to say this. Is it not amazing what God can do with a Canaanite heart? Or, for that matter, what he can do with an American heart? By showing us the truth the truth. Which is, it doesn't matter if you are a new Lutheran or an old one. Some people like to say, I was born and raised Lutheran. I don't even know what that means.
0: I don't even know what that means.
1: I was born Lutheran. It doesn't matter if you're a Jew, Gentile. It doesn't matter if you're an old person, young person. Without Christ, we are all in the same little boat. Without Christ, can you say it even in your head? Dogs. This is the heavy truth that God dropped, not just on this woman, but all of us. And just look at how this woman responds. She says in Greek, hear Kyrie, nai." Yes. Yes, it's true, Lord, what you just said. I am a dog, but I, I'm going to go after those scraps. That you drop, even while you're talking to your disciples, your circle, I'm gonna grab those scraps, whatever I can get from you. Dear friends, once we can digest this truth, and once the Holy Spirit has cracked through at some point in our lives, I'm not saying it's necessarily today, but at some point in our lives, cracked through the stubborn exterior, stony exterior of our hearts, and created this miracle called humility. Humility, that is when you can begin to be blessed by even these words of Jesus and the silence that came before it as well. We can say to Jesus, if he says the same to us, yes. By faith, I could say yes, Lord, and I'm going to be glad for whatever scraps I can find under your table. But Jesus doesn't stop there. Then he takes the dogs, and puts them in the chairs, kind of a weird picture, puts them in the chairs around his banquet table and then he takes the food that was supposedly reserved, so the Jews thought, just for the Jewish people, and then he sets us down and says, eat my princes and princesses, you sons and daughters of me, the king, feast. Welcome, sons and daughters of the king, to the very banquet Paul, of the God King. You are his sons and daughters. That is exactly what God has made you. So that's why I say, with this caution, does Jesus, would Jesus be a good 2023 American motivational speaker? Would he be a good motivational speaker? Jesus does not teach like human beings do but he gives us exactly what we need. He saw what was in this woman's heart and what would be best for her faith, whatever test that was going to be in the future as well, and he sees what tests are best for us. And that's why he said what he did. So welcome to the banquet of all of heaven because that is what God has made you. As I said last week, if you need to look into a mirror and say, I am a prince of the king, so be it. Say it. Because that is what you are. Because God does things that humans can't do. I've never seen a dog made into a royal heir of a king before and set her on a banquet table. But God did it. I've never seen before somebody take all the sins of all time and put them on his shoulders and pay for it. I've never seen a corpse sit in a tomb for three days and not rot. And I have never seen somebody walk back out of a tomb and conquer death forever. This is what our God does. Take that as divine motivation for the rest of your life to do whatever God would seek. And to make that your own. Sons and daughters of the King, For that is what you are. Learn from God's silence. And that means the next time that you pray and are praying, even for years, and you're not getting the answer, not the one that you would like, Do not go with what you feel from God at that moment. Go with what you know. You are in the kingdom. So next time you feel that silence, you are part of the kingdom of God. And then ask yourself, do I appreciate that? And if you appreciate that, can you share that with a soul, with one soul, who is not in Amen.
0: We hope that today's meditation on God's Word has enriched you. Divine services are held right here in Bemidji, Minnesota at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Sunday School and Adult Bible Study is also offered between our Sunday services at 9.15 a.m. Our church services are live-streamed at 8 a.m. on Sunday mornings and are available afterwards on our channel, St. Mark Lutheran Church Bemidji. If you're listening or watching this podcast, you are cordially invited to join us in person next week and every week. This is our fourth year producing this podcast, and there is a large archive of devotional material online available if you want to learn more about God and His Word. and are used by permission from Zondervan. Meditation's daily devotional is published by Northwestern Publishing House and is also used by permission. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing and telling a friend. May God bless the rest of your day.
1: Because I could not pay it Gave my full redemption price Do I need earth's treasures many? I have one worth more than any That brought me salvation free Lasting to eternity